0: Today is Friday, November the 17th, and you're listening to the Grains Matter Chatter podcast presented by Northcore Grains. I'm your host, Dolores Foster, and I'm joined today by my co host, Mr. Jeffrey Guy.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody.
0: So, Jeffrey, another week in the books, our harvest, uh, another harvest week in the books here. Uh, it's been a, a roller coaster of a, a week here for our market. So, where did we end up?
1: It truly really has been a roller coaster. So, corn was flat last week to this week
0: we just said it was a roller coaster it ended up flat
1: <laughs> yeah it ended up even with last week uh, soybeans uh, this year's crop down two dollars next year's up two dollars a ton so that's not much of a change but soybeans really had a roller coaster week up and down uh, the wheat sector down four five six dollars across the board wheat just continuing that trend of down. I remember I, I looked back at my notes from last week and it said uh, when we talked about corn and soybeans what was happening in the different markets and then in wheat it was like the trend is just down doesn't seem to matter what happens the trend is down in wheat so there but, are some under underpinning things you know like the uh, Russia's big exports and stuff but the trend is just negative and we it just can't seem to drive things.
0: the so. uh, soybeans really were the roller coaster of the week I think we were up to $619 yeah. here at the beginning of the week and ended here at 6.02 yeah. to close the week and
1: yeah, big time, So, so. Uh,
0: what's going on?
1: Well, we we'll get into things there was a little bit of volatility in the exchange rate But we'll get into that a little bit later and crude oil It's amazing crude oil had some big volatilities from $72 up to $80 of arrow just under 18 close almost in the middle $75 $76 so crude oil they keep talking you read one day where there's short supplies, and the next day there's lots of supplies. So it's, a, it's another market that just doesn't seem to want to take off and just kind of holding there. So, what really affected the markets? Lower, here was a positive for the markets lower inflation in October in the U.S. than expected. So, why is that positive? Because that meant, oh, maybe the U.S. Federal Reserve will not be increasing interest rates going in further ahead to help to fight inflation. So if the interest rates aren't going up, would that mean they might come down? It's a nice thought. And so lower lower inflation, lower interest rates is just generally good for the economy and good for commodity prices. So that was seen as a positive. That is a positive. And that's kind of where the exchange rate, even the U.S. exchange rate went around, went changed, and that affected our exchange rate. There's other outside items here, outside political items. The presidents of the two, what's largest, not largest, most powerful countries in the world.
0: Yes, President Xi was over for a visit with uh, Mr. Biden.
1: Yep, President Biden. President Biden. two presidents getting together in San Francisco. But nothing really came out from that meeting. They they had a little kumbaya love in said they're going to do this and do that and nothing really to affect our markets positive or negative. It wasn't like when Trump had his meetings and they he came out with Biden or with the uh, presidency and said they're going to buy ten thousand million tons of soybeans or whatever the numbers were back then. You know, like it was just as massive amounts that the China was going to buy. They never did buy it all, but it was. Still, it was positive for the markets back then.
0: So do you think maybe like the rally at the beginning of the market was an anticipation that something was going to come out of this meeting and then the fact that nothing did is what made it
1: drop? So partially, partially, partially. Going into the meeting the last week or so, a couple weeks, China has been an active purchaser of U.S. soybeans. And some people are wondering, is that just because the meeting was coming up? We'll have to see that going forward if they continue to be a purchaser. So that, you know, that was positive for some rallies in there, especially in soybeans. But they didn't buy any U.S. corn. That's a big negative on the corn side that China's not buying. And we talk about that kind of every week that China's not buying. So so this meeting wasn't positive, wasn't negative. Maybe it was positive, some going into it. Maybe it's a little negative, nothing positive come out of the meeting afterwards, but... It's an outside political event that could have had major repercussions on, on our market. So as we keep moving here, and here's part on the wheat side, Ukraine was able to obtain vessel insurance for their export corridor. And that's a big step. That's a real big step. It just shows how successful they've been in exporting grains through that corridor. I think they're saying about 4,000 tons so far. So they've done this without Russia being on side. So Russia obviously is not bombing the corridor because they're... I guess not. We haven't heard of anything being, being uh, any ships being sunk or even damaged. And they're able to obtain the vessel insurance. So that would probably mean that more vessels would be willing to go into the corridor. So that's... That's that,
0: negative for wheat prices.
1: And corn and corn corn, because Ukraine remains a low-cost exporter so so that's a but that is a you know a potential market move. maybe that's one of the negatives for wheat for the week Uh, another negative for the markets the US harvest is progressing well last Monday corn was at 88% beans at 95 so this Monday coming up corn will definitely be over 90 and beans closer to 100 so their, their harvest is almost done. Their yields are made. That, so the yields that they put out in the USDA report the previous week are pretty much set there.
0: Which is now, I saw something, an article about the largest corn crop in, in US history. Oh
1: yeah, the, with the acres they have, uh, and with that yield that they talked about last week, it's the largest total production. Not the largest average yield, I think, but the largest total production. So that's a big negative, a big thing, hanging over the corn market. Mm-hmm. And as we talked about before, we to get rid of that, they really need China to be a purchaser to support price going forward. And the other thing is the weather in Brazil, and that will kind of, well, let's get right into that. This week there was weather cons- concerns in Brazil. Brazil is a big, big country, Argentina is a big country, so the south of Brazil was wet. Central and northern Brazil was dry and it's kind of funny, they were talking about replanting soybeans in both parts of the country. Uh, They have uh, the one uh, big agronomist in Brazil has already decreased the Brazil's soybean and corn expected production this year. So soybeans, they went back to 158 million tons which is what they actually produced this year instead of the 160 million plus which was projected. USDA is saying $163 million, so maybe that's a number we'll see come down over time. and That should be supportive for prices.
0: So that's definitely something to keep an eye on, and if that continues, then something that could potentially be a positive for our market price. Yeah, and
1: really kind of funny, this week, it supported prices earlier in the week. We talked about when soybeans were stronger, and then it helped to pull back prices when they all of a sudden we're getting better weather in the forecast like rains are forecasted for central and northern Brazil. I think starting this weekend and then going forward so it's our markets are responding kind of daily same way they did last summer responding to weather forecasts through the main corn growing areas of the US so it's Mm -hmm. markets are fickle at times so the uh, so it's just another, but that's a big thing that can affect our markets. And
0: uh, The other big thing that can affect our markets is is exports. And we know exports have been very, very slow here in Ontario for this yep. harvest. And exports have been very slow in the U.S. as well.
1: Yeah, they're behind, definitely behind last year's pace. I wrote off that in one of the blogs here this week. I think it was today's, Friday's. And uh, that's a negative for their market, or negative for the Chicago so that's negative prices that they're behind. And even though, we already talked about this, the, they've had some very strong soybean export announcements recently. So we'll have to see if that carries on to support soybeans. So that's thing. And again, in Ontario and Quebec, exports are down this fall for corn and soybeans. And with the strong yields in Ontario and Quebec, that's kind of a, that's a negative for for us. But the the soybean complex is a very unique complex. When we say complex, there's two main pillars, soybean meal and soybean oil. And we've talked about this many times here. Soybean meal has been very strong this year in the US. They've exported a lot and their domestic demand seems to be remaining strong. And when we say strong, it's showing up in the cash price is higher than the future price. They're willing to pay more. And the soybean oil, what's soybean oil get used for mostly?
0: I think now it's mostly made into biodiesel.
1: Biodiesel. And biodiesel, what's the outlook for biodiesel in the U.S.?
0: Oh, it's really positive,
1: Jeffrey. Positive, positive. Keep using more and more. More plants coming online. So soybean oil usage should be going up. Actually, I think I wrote today, soybean oil, uh, or the other day, Soybean oil stocks in the U.S. are at like a nine-year low. So that means their usage is going up because they have been crushing lots of soybeans this year because of the high demand for soybean meal. So they have high demand soybean meal and soybean oil. So those two things are very positive for soybean prices going forward. So that's even in a week where we've lost a little bit, we got to remember the soybean complex has some very strong legs to stand on. So... Well, I think is a big thing. It's a nice positive it thing is. to talk about.
0: So we were talking about the exports here in Ontario and Quebec, and so why don't we stick a little bit local and the harvest here in eastern Ontario.
1: Well, soybeans—they're definitely getting cleaned up. Uh, talked to a few customers here the last couple of days that are getting their last bit of soybeans cleaned up. Uh, still some out there, certain areas. You know, it's it's time people get them oh, done. Oh yes, it is. Get them done and. Uh, Corn harvest, oh, where do we think it is?
0: Uh, I hope it's over 50%.
1: Somewhere north of 50%. Uh, It's still kind of funny when you get farther north, there's still some areas of some wetter corn.
0: Yeah. We're getting quite a range still in in at the elevator. We get anywhere from 19% to almost right up to 30
1: Pretty amazing for this time of year, but it's just the growing season we've had. But even those areas that have the higher moisture, they're still talking pretty strong yields. I yeah,
0: think. well, that's so. the that's the key thing with the harvest here is that the yields are are strong, mm. so yield drives profit.
1: Yep. So, there. Thank you, Paul Sullivan.
0: <laughs> You're welcome.
1: <laughs> the uh, so are the elevator weekend hours, Dolores.
0: Yes, we were open this weekend. Uh, Saturday and Sunday, 9 to 5.
1: Dolores, she said you were going to sing that. We're king, 9 to 5, what a way to make living.
0: We all know that you're the singer here, oh, Jeffrey, well. so <laughs> I figured I'd leave that to you.
1: 9 to 5 for the weekend.
0: Soybeans, if you're bringing soybeans, please call ahead because we have very limited amount of space. But the corn is full steam ahead, so uh, come ahead, Dolores, with the corn. We're
1: in the yes business. We say yes to customers. I didn't.
0: I didn't say no. Yeah, I just said to call. Yes. <laughs>
1: we do appreciate a phone call. Very corn, keep her moving. So, I think that's about it for the week. Remember the we've had a negative week for prices. There are some positives out there. Let's let's focus on them. The strong yields, and there are some things supporting corn and soybean markets. And wheat, you're on your own. Sorry.
0: Thanks for tuning in. Hope everyone has a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week.
1: Talk to you next week. Bye for now.